Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Good morning. Thank you for being with us today. You are listening to An Artist Speaks, presented by Contemporary Art Gallery Online. Contemporary Art Gallery Online represents tomorrow's art giants today. Come visit us at contemporaryartgalleryonline.com, and there you can view and purchase great works of contemporary art, check out our monthly art competitions and exhibition, our blog and newsletter, view videos of our artist's work, and even listen to artist interviews from this show. Today, our guest is Tisha Clickenbeard. Photography captured Tisha years ago before we had the digital wonders for cameras. Her life offers many opportunities to capture the things she sees as she wanders this earth, usually adventures with her husband. Her goal is to share what she finds round and about, which was the inspiration for her photo blog, foundroundandabout.com. Nature, travel, and some still life photos make up most of Tisha's portfolio. Since she and her husband do travel often and spend as much time outdoors as possible, she has a lot to work with. Well, good morning, Tisha, and welcome to An Artist Speaks. Good morning, and thank you. Well, let's start off this morning by having you uh, tell the audience a little bit more about yourself. Oh, well, thank you. I uh, grew up in North Texas in the little town called Paris, not France. Um, so born and bred <laughs> Texas gal. And uh, basically, as, as you talked about in my bio, I really love to be outdoors, to be spending time with my husband and what I call adventuring, just getting out in the world and seeing what's there. And basically also looking for the things that most people don't see when they're out in the world. Um, so I, I love the photography piece. I'm a very simplistic photographer, I believe. Um, I don't have a DSLR, so I go about with my autofocus and um, have been blessed to, to really see some wonderful things in the world. And do you use a digital camera, or do you also have a film camera? I use a digital. I, I did a lot of the film work back in my teens, which may be aging myself, but um, I, I enjoyed <laughs> it. But I think the ability to bring out the pictures with the digital is, is really the most impressive. I think I'd be a little disappointed if I went back to film. <laughs> uh, I, I think most photographers feel the same way on that. <laughs> well, when did you first become interested in uh, taking photographs, Tisha? I think I had a couple phases on that. Um, in my teenage years, as I said, uh, especially in high school, I was the editor of the yearbook and the photographer. Uh, not a big school. And 
Um, and also, uh, I was the Girl Scout counselor, so we had our own photography studio uh, at the camp and really enjoyed, as back then, with the film and, and so forth, the dark room, and enjoyed those pieces of it. And then I really didn't do anything with photography until about 2010. Um, I just was about to become a wife and mom, and everything in nature just I loved it. I was back working from the home and able to get out. We had cattle, um, just really get out and enjoy nature on an everyday basis. And so I started having a lot more fun taking pictures of, of nature. And then I kind of went whole hog, as they say here, and um, got into <laughs> my my children complain that I don't take just 10 pictures. I take a thousand. So um, that was the piece of where I got into it. So where do you get your inspiration for your photograph? Um, I have to to me, I have to go back to the original. Um, I have a, a good friend who had started doing some, some photography before me, and she's a very eclectic photographer. And I'm very much into nature um, and the traveling also. But it came about because I started to see, based on my friend's influence, the things that normal people wouldn't. Um, I may get on the ground in my knees and see a flower in a different way, or I may look at something with a different perspective. So a lot of time, my photos aren't just the normal standing person seeing what, you're, what you've got out there. A lot of times, I'm um, in a different position or different perspective, and that kind of drives my pictures at the same time. So when you found something to photograph, uh, how many photos do you normally take uh, for that image? Oh, gosh. Um, depends on how satisfied I am with the first couple. Um, I would probably say as little as two, but as, oh, gosh, some I've probably had 20 or more. Just lighting and so forth, seeing um Mm-hmm. even from different perspectives. So it could be a flower, but I, I take five different perspectives of that flower. Okay, so then you have your photographs, and I'm assuming you go home and you're pulling them up on your computer. Uh, then what's what's next in uh, in the process? Typically I'll get them up on the computer, and I can right away tell the ones I, I, do, I don't want to mess with. Uh, not that they're not, you know, could be considered good, but that I just, some others have a different uh, light to them or have a different color to them um, that's a, a bit more um, appealing to me in the process. And so I do try to, I don't really want to say that I clean them up, but I try to bring forth the pieces that I could see standing there that the camera captured and you just got to bring it to the surface. So um, that's really important in what photos I pick to, as one would say, edit. But I feel like it's more of, you know, it's just like a, a lady. Um, she can go around the house without her makeup on, but when she puts it on, it maybe brings out her cheekbones or um, that kind of concept. It's it's pulling to the front what the, the beauty is of it. Now, do you use any specific program uh, when you're doing that type of work um, on your photos? I tend to use iPhoto. Um, it's, it's again, I'm a simple photographer, so I tend to use iPhoto. Um, and I really loved Pixlr, and now, of course, they don't um, have the software that they used to have. So 
I recently downloaded Lightroom, and um, let me just say I've got a lot of learning to do with that one. But um, <laughs> I, I keep it pretty simple. <laughs> well, I can tell you your photographs are anything but simple. Uh, they're just wonderful views of the world, and you do you do get some uh, very interesting photographs. Well, thank you. Well, Tisha, has there been uh, a person or a teacher or another photographer that you believe has influenced your work the most? Um, I have two photographers that I, I won't. I don't know really if they influence my work specifically, um, but they've influenced what I believe embodies a photographer and um, their mission. It seems, uh, you know, not being able to talk to them anymore because. They're no longer with us, but Ansel Adams, I saw um, an exhibit many years ago, and I was blown away by his nature work. Um, it's just fantastic, and even though he's in black and white, he just seemed to bring nature right there to you. And he does have some photo um, portraits that I'm, I'm really nervous about taking portraits of people, so you very rarely will see any of my photos of, of people, but um, as I said, he brought nature right to you. You you didn't have to go to Yellowstone to see it. So I appreciated that, um, which is what I try to do as well. My other influence is Imogene Cunningham. Um, she was in the same, um, they called it the F64 group with Ansel Adams, and um, she was really a pioneer, especially for a woman. So First off, she was a woman in photography and active and carrying herself about as just the men were. But second off, she pushed the boundaries not only of what women were supposed to do but what photographers did. Um, she was a very eclectic photographer. She, of course, was a little scandalous with her you know, nude portraits and just the placement. And I feel like she really looked at at photography in a different perspective throughout all of her work. So with those two, I'm kind of a combination of their um, impact on what I do and what I what pictures I take. So uh, tell the audience, how do you go about marketing your work? Uh, where is your work being displayed? And you want to share uh, your own personal website with the audience? Sure. Um once I got whole hog into it, first I had to have a camera, so I got that for Mother's Day. And um, we lived in Paris, Texas, which is far north Texas. Um, and I found in one of our favorite cities to visit in Hot Springs, Arkansas, we were only about four hours away, which is a short distance, actually, if you're from Texas. Um, and <laughs> found the <laughs> – it is a very short distance um, – I found a fine arts studio there in a group, and I really enjoyed I was in a couple of um, exhibits with them, and it, it was always fun going up, you know, exhibiting my work in the competitions and then also getting to hang around Hot Springs. Um, so, so that gave me a bit of joy. When we moved now down to um, outside of Austin, Texas, it's very – culturally rich here there's a lot of um, art groups and within each of the small towns as well as Austin itself so um, I joined a local art group um, here in Bastrop Texas 
and worked as a docent within the gallery and did several art shows and several, they're called First Friday of the Month, it's an art walk. So the different downtown that, uh, stores are open and you can display your, your art in there. And that was wonderful to get in with the community, meet people, um, you know, see what others worked on. And actually the group has people that come all the way from Houston and, you know, the surrounding area just to be a part of it. So I got a little more exposure at that point. I've also really enjoyed the online pieces um, because I can't, you know, I do work and we do travel, but not to the extent that I can run off to, um, you know, Hot Springs, which is now 10 hours away. I've really enjoyed a lot of the online pieces as well for, you know, Contemporary Art Gallery and there's some others to put my art out there and let other people see it. So I, I, as I'm not, I'm a poor photographer, so um, I, I do get to share, but I, I do have a real full-time job. <laughs> <laughs> well, don't we all, Tisha? <laughs> I mean, yeah, uh, yes, exactly. Is, uh, well, Tisha, we're about halfway through the show, and I think this is a good spot to take a uh, quick commercial break, and then when we come back, we'll uh, talk about some of the art and photographs that you have here on the gallery. Looking forward to it. I want to let our listeners know that you can view and purchase Tisha Clickenbeard's artwork by going to the gallery, click on Shop Art, and then click on the Featured Gallery Artist tab, and then just look for Tisha Clickenbeard's name. Contemporary Art Gallery Online is the number one source for showcasing tomorrow's art giants. So if you're an artist seeking gallery representation, click on the Artist Member tab and follow the prompts under the Member Application Process tab. And if you're a designer or an architect or just a lover of great art who believes art can turn a house into a home, then come visit us and review some of the wonderful art created by some of the finest artists from around the world. You can search by style, medium, color, size, and of course by the individual artist. And again, to view Tisha Clickenbeard's beautiful art, just click on the search gallery and then follow the prompts to Tisha's name. Well, Tisha, some of the art we wanted to talk about today is uh, after the shower. Tell the audience uh, about that piece. Um, I say it's one of my favorites, but I've yet to find a a photo that is not one of my favorites. So um, this particular one, my um, mother-in-law, who's, she planted uh, tons of release around the house, which my husband and I lived in. And so in a spring shower, went outside because they're just so, they're so vibrant um, with the interiors that are usually a bright yellow or such. And this was kind of a dark, you know, crimson. And the shower had left, of course, the little raindrops on it, but it also washed the lily, and it gave it such a deeper color, a darker color, and that really spoke to me, uh, not only with the sentimental side, but with how nature can alter itself. You know, it's it's a wonderful color, and then the rain comes, and it, it washes it into a totally different uh, color setting. So that was uh, one of my favorites, and it's, again, one of those macro shots that you have, you got down on your knees and you got up close and personal with that lily. Well, and then uh, another uh, photograph is uh, titled Alaskan Reflected. Yes, it's uh, 
it's also one of one of my favorites. It has sentimental value too. Um, my husband and I, on our honeymoon, went on a cruise um, through the Inside Passage in Alaska, and had a, a wonderful time. It's definitely a pampered immersion in nature, and um, from the balcony of our suite on the boat, you saw everything, the beauty of Alaska. Um, and, of course, the water, um, it was extremely still. But usually you might think, oh, Alaska is nothing but snow and, you know, dry ground. Here in Texas, when we say it's going to snow, that's what it looks like, snow and dry dirt. But in Alaska, that's not the case. It had the beauty of the water, the differences within the the evergreens on the trees. And with that reflection, it almost carried it out as if it were going to reach to the boat. It was just a, a beautiful day um, to be sitting there and, and a blessing to watch what nature, the shows that nature can show you. Well, and Tisha, another piece is called Sit With Me. Tell the audience about that piece, if you will. Sure. This is one of my, what I guess would be still lives. Um Portland, Oregon is, is very likable city to me. It's kind of taking the country girl and putting her in the city and, you know, riding the trolley around town. It's it's not um, necessarily a very car-heavy city. And um, I was stuck in Portland over a weekend, and, of course, it rained. And for the photographer and me, I'm, it was very upsetting because I had all kinds of different places nature-wise that I wanted to go. And so I decided, well, I'm just going to take a walk see what I find and see if there are any flowers out there, see if there's anything interesting. Um, and sure enough, I, I had gone to eat at a restaurant, and these benches were outside the restaurant. I looked out over the, the little river, and um, I thought, well, I'm just going to sit here for a little bit. It's it's not raining at the moment, but it's a little sprinkle. And I looked around me, and the brightness of those yellow leaves and against the uh, iron of the sides of the bench wow that's that's amazing and and the bench was wet so it made it even darker i talked a little about that with the um, after the shower how that rain gives it a different color or coating so once again i'm down on my knees on the ground um (laughs) probably much to some people's laughter and i thought i'm gonna make this look a little different where i can it's not looking down on it but i can see um, how the yellow brings out the color against you know this this bench that mm-hmm. somebody come along sitting on it probably didn't think hey I'm going to get down on my knees and look at that but it's somebody mm-hmm. walking along they're going to sit down they may see the leaves but again it's one of those pieces where if I can show you a, a different perspective that has its own beauty in it then I feel like I've done what I wanted to, what, you know, showing you what I wanted to. So um, I still, again, it's one of my favorites along with the other, you know, 2,000 favorites I have. Well, that is a very uh, distinctive image. And I, too, have been it, to Portland. Yeah. I've been to Portland a couple of times. It's a very beautiful city, uh-huh. but it rains all the time. <laughs> so. It does. It does. I was really hoping it would not that weekend. Um, it, as my In my job, I do travel and there are a lot of times I may have to spend weekends away from home, and uh, I usually mm. try to go find something that unusual to do. So, 
Well, and uh, another piece, which is one of my favorites, is entitled Alice Chalmers. Tell the audience about that one. Sure. Um, it's an Alice Chalmers tractor, and here in the South, um, probably a lot of people have seen them, or in, maybe in the you know middle of the U.S., uh, a workhorse of a tractor, um, and in today's world, it would be pretty important that it's made in the USA. Um, has been since they started making them, and this particular uh, Alice Chalmers was found there in a little town in Arkansas called Gentry, Arkansas, up in the um, northwest corner of the state, very rural area, but there's a huge grounds that have the uh, antique tractor and engine shows every month, and uh the grounds are called the Tired Iron, and um, excuse me, they have it twice a year. And this is one of the the displays in it, and a beautiful, as you can see with the clouds, a beautiful day to be out there and seeing all these uh, antique tractors. And the, I, of course, my favorite color is red, so it was red. It was an Alice Chalmers. You could see the sunshine, and it had just been used just enough to show that, hey, this isn't a brand-new John Deere, you know, um, which brand-new John Deeres are cool, but uh, the history that if if that seat could talk, it would probably tell you a lot. Um, then one of the things I really like about the Alice Chalmers is that other people like it. I get probably for this photo, I get the most comments um, and the most, I've sold more of these um, than any of my other photos. So it was actually displayed at the uh, airport here in Austin, Texas for two months. That was pretty exciting, my first really big show. (laughs) And, uh, Mm -hmm. of course, I travel for work, so every week I got to go by and look at it. And uh, I'd take my selfies with it, and I had friends that took a selfie, and they send it to me because they traveled also. So it was, uh, I was quite excited about it. And um, it, it's quite funny. I have this particular photo on items at Zazzle.com. And um, let me tell you, I, I sell more ties with this on it than I would ever have dreamed possible. So there's, there could be quite a few guys out there that are wearing this Alice Chalmers tie. So if you see them, you know, take a picture and, you know, post it onto my Facebook page or something. Cause I'd love to see them actually wearing it. Um, so it's, it's, it's quite my little oddity, but. Well, that's really wonderful. Um, <laughs> did you share, I don't know. Did you share your, uh, uh, did you share your web page with us? I don't recall. Yeah, and my photo blog is foundroundandabout.com. And then mm-hmm. my Facebook page is, is of the same name, Found Round and About. So you can find me on, on Facebook. I have a um, <laughs> that page for my photos. So um, I have, uh, if you go to my Facebook page, you'll also see um, um, another piece that you can also shop for more of my pictures. Um, it's embedded there. Or Fine Art America has quite a few with some great, great um, quality products that you can pick. Uh, the choices are almost endless on there. Even I'm, I'm like, gosh, I never thought to make that with a photograph. Um, 
So those uh, found ground in about, I share a lot of, um, I share things from my blog. I share um, some of my other art um, just in a, a daily thing. If I find something that day that looks pretty cool, I'll, I'll put it on my, my Facebook page. And my blog, I do a lot of um, what what I would call blogging um, they're not competitions. They call them challenges. So it's basically giving you a topic um, with different artists that give you a topic. Um, and then also WordPress has a, a weekly topic. And you get to go in and, and kind of play with everybody else and pick out what photos best meet what the, the, the challenge is. You know, one recently was ambience. Um, I think I posted one yesterday, the day before, about abandoned um, and then some with different colors. There's a which way challenge that is pretty consistent in allowing you to show photos that are, you know, railroad tracks or streets or old dirt roads or those kind of things. It's, um, it's a lot of fun to participate with that blogging community, especially with the photographers, mm-hmm. and share what you have that goes along with those topics. So the foundroundandabout.com um, actually is is the venue for that. So you can go on there and you can see what what I've chosen to go with the challenge as long as well as what other people have chosen. So um it's it's a neat way to to share and, and enjoy what you have. I saw I have a a theme to it also. It's called Travel With Me. And I was seeing so many things when I traveled that had um, history or, or relativity to the place where I traveled, and I felt like I'm showing mm-hmm. you, you know, photos, but I'm not really capturing where I've been or, or what's behind it. There's so many stories that are behind the photos that you don't get to tell, mm-hmm. and so right. I, I went into um, it's called Travel with Me. It's a, a type of post on my blog where it gives you a little bit of the information about where I took those pictures, where I traveled to. And um, this one is, this particular topic is kind of recent. We've all heard about the Barnum and Bailey Circus um, is no longer going to be operating. And actually where I lived in Paris, there's a city called Hugo, Oklahoma, and that's where they would winter the circus. And there's a cemetery where circus performers and the founding families were actually buried. So that's one of the, uh, there's a three-part series on that on the blog from pictures of the cemetery and uh, the the history behind the circus families and, uh, and that sort. Mm-hmm. So that one kind of hit close to home recently in the news. Mm-hmm. Yes, I was very saddened when I, I saw that. It's, uh, that's a it's an American icon. Yes, yes. And once you go to the cemetery there, it's just, it's phenomenal to see the history. I mean, the history of the circus is literally the founding fathers to the uh, performers and even the uh, the guys that set up the, the tents and the ones that did the concessions. And so the history there and in, in, in that Hugo, Oklahoma, is it's fantastic. So, yeah. Well, Tisha, we're getting close to the end of the show. One of the questions I always uh, like to ask our artist is advice that they would have for someone new getting into the art world. Um, I think the best advice I have is start simple. Um, 
and start with a very open mind. I think you you do have photographers that will influence you um, or inspire you in some way, but um, start with it being fun. And if you get to a point where you think this is too much, it's not fun anymore, then back out. Um, for me, as I said, my little point-and-shoot Nikon is fun. I can take it with me. I can bend down and take a picture of a flower. I can do a landscape with it. Um, and I, I always think, oh, I've got to get a DSLR. Well, no, that takes the fun out of it. I don't want to walk around with a camera pack and um, and so forth. So that's my biggest advice. If you get past the point where you're not you you aren't having fun and you've lost your passion for it. And um, I think the other part too is don't, you want to say, oh, I'm going to start doing photography and I'm going to be, you know, full time in, you know, five years. Well, um, it's not saying it doesn't happen. There are a lot of really talented photographers that have made that jump. But um, always think about why you're doing it, what's your, what's your primary reason for it. So if you're wanting to take that jump and get professional and so forth, then go for it. If you're wanting to just enjoy your photography and sharing it, um, then keep it simple. Um, that's, I think, my biggest thing. Have fun with it. Don't, don't take it past the point where you've lost the fun part. Mm-hmm. Well, Tisha, that's very great advice, and I want to thank you for joining us today on An Artist Speaks. Thank you so much for asking me to come hang out with you. Well, we've enjoyed having you, and uh, we look forward to seeing more of your art here on the gallery. Thank you so much. You know, and again, I want to remind everyone to view Tisha Clickenbeard's stunning art or to listen to this interview and, of course, purchase some of Tisha's art. Visit us at Contemporary Art Gallery Online. And I want to let all of the artists listening in today know that Contemporary Art Gallery Online hosts monthly art competitions and exhibitions. While you're there, you can check out all of our upcoming competitions and exhibitions. And if you're an architect, an interior designer, or a lover of art who likes to have interesting and beautiful art adorning your walls, then visit us at Contemporary Art Gallery Online and view some of the most exciting original art that you just can't find anywhere else. And while visiting our gallery, we would love for you to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and our blog. So please sign up so you can keep up with all that is happening at the gallery. And Artist Speaks airs every other Saturday morning at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, so we'll meet again in two weeks. But next Saturday at this time, be sure to listen to our show, The Business of Art, hosted by artist and published author Sharon Hawkshaw, as she shares tips and ideas on how artists can grow their business. Again, thank you for listening to us today, and have a great rest of your weekend.
is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.